This week on episode 78 of the Odd Dad Out podcast, I've got some ladies who are, well, let's just say weird adjacent. I've got a jackass who just leaves me with a lot of questions. And in recommended listening, I'm finally doing it. I promised it. Uh, it's, it's time for the Brand X podcast. Evening Odd Dad Out podcast in 5, 4, Three, two, one. Welcome to the Odd Dad Out podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, as always, the eternally sleepy Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. And this is the show where I share my twisted little view on things and, and, and make fun of lots of people and, and, and wrap it all up with a nice little bow I like to call recommended listening because I think there are a lot of other podcasts that you should be listening to besides just me. So, uh, first off... I'm 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 probably gonna sound pretty sleepy. Uh, if if you this is this is the third attempt at this episode, <laughs> um, and really, uh, if if you follow along on Twitter, which you totally should be following Odd Dad out on Twitter because you're awesome like that. But basically, while I was trying to record this episode. I was literally, yeah, three quarters of the way through the show, and we had a blackout. <laughs> yep, just sitting there chatting away, and boo! Uh, and I, I still don't know why it happened. I mean, it's not like there was some storm or something going on. It's 11 o'clock in the morning in in the autumn, and it just so, um, yeah, I don't know. But all that being said, it basically left me with no time left in the morning to record. So I tried again later in the day. And uh, for the most part, it just kind of was flat. I just didn't like it. And so I, I scrapped the entire show. And I even went back to the point of saying, you know what? Forget it. I'm not even going to use that topic that I was going with. I'm just going to, I'm just going to scrap the whole thing because I was, it, it was hard to articulate. Um, I, I, I very much was, uh, I was talking about the Harvey Weinstein stuff and I found myself just kind of talking in circles and I couldn't, I, I was hard to f make a cohesive thought. And if you've listened to me or any amount of time, it's hard enough for me to make a cohesive thought normally. So if I'm saying I'm having trouble with it, then holy shit, this was just gone. But so this is this is the third uh, shot at this week's show. Um, hopefully I can stay awake through it. Because I, I, I had this wonderful thing. Again, I work overnight and I'm, I'm driving home from work at about three o'clock. And I get this great text from my wife. Hey, the baby threw up all over his bed. So he's in bed with me now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. So I'm just thinking, yeah, and it happens. I mean, he's two. Sometimes you get like, they'll have a coughing fit, like allergies or something. And they'll kind of have a coughing fit and they'll end up throwing up. I honestly have the same thing as a result of like, getting really sick years ago and it basically means if I cough too hard I can end up throwing up. It sucks. And so I, I, I totally feel his pain as a you know, someone who suffers that way. But I, we all we both figured, oh it's just a, a coughing thing. He just coughed himself too hard. He got himself too worked up or whatever. Uh so I'm just like, okay, come home, make his you know, remake his bed, get him new sheets and reassemble his get everything kind of put back together and all right, put him back to bed. And of course, as I walk in the door, I, I just hear him laughing and like, oh, okay, they're still awake figures. 
They're like, they're still awake. And I, I come into the room and I'm, and he's just sitting there laughing and I hear him start coughing and then blah. I'm like, really? On our bed too? <laughs> and so what went from, okay, I just need to make his bed turns into, okay, we have to strip our bed and his bed and I have to make his bed and we have to make our bed. And oh yeah, now I have to put him in a bath at 3.30 in the morning. And really, anyone who's put a baby in a bath knows that you give a... I don't know about these normal babies, these normal kids, where you stick them in a bath. And you give them a, a, a bath and they go to sleep. That's not my kids. <laughs> you stick Sam in a bath and he just turns into the Energizer Bunny. Especially when he's been asleep for a little bit. Because our kids like these like power naps where they take any amount of sleep and they suddenly, like, it's like, you know, a 10-minute nap is like a, you know, whole fistful of cocaine. They, they're they just bouncing off the walls. Well, at 3.30 in the morning, I don't have time for this shit. At the same time, my wife has to get up for work in three hours. <laughs> she definitely doesn't have time for this shit. And I at least am going to be home today. But, yeah, it's just... It it went from, okay, she had to get back to sleep because she had to sleep. She had to be up for work and all that shit. So, okay, she goes back to sleep. I'm up with him trying to calm him down. I get his bed made. Put him back in bed. He's not having this. Like, no, I, I don't want to be back in my bed. You guys are awake. I want to be with you guys. And I, I don't want to... Okay. So, I get him back. I end up lay, having him lay down with us in bed. And like I said, fistful of cocaine. He's not having any of this laying down stuff. He doesn't want to lay down and go back to sleep. He wants to jump up and down and around and, and kick and toss and turn. And he's... All of my boys are relatively violent sleepers, you could say. And they kind of get it from me. Uh, no bullshit. I have punched holes in walls as a kid because of a uh, toss and turn and kick and punch and all this stuff. You'd think I was having like, you know, Freddy Krueger nightmares. Like he was chasing me down or some shit. Apparently, um, I, again, no shit. I actually, when I was maybe eight year, eight, nine years old, punched a hole in the wall next to my bunk bed in my sleep, <laughs> uh, after that happened, my dad actually said, oh yeah, I have to come and check on you all the time because you're always kicking and punching the walls. And my on multiple occasions, I have punched my wife in my sleep, kicked her, uh, or, or I'll just wake up and you know, you do that big like arm stretch, you know, when you wake up in the morning, the big yawn arm stretch, and I'm making myself yawn just talking about it, uh, but had done that and just smashed her right in the face. Um, to the point where I basically have two ways of sleeping now myself. I either have to sleep with my arm like stretched out basically under under her pillow. So she's basically laying on my arm so that that arm that is in striking range can't hit her. Or I basically or I have to go like full Dracula and lay dead straight arms cross my chest because they won't flail if I'm like that. But I, And because of my back, I have to kind of sit upright. Yeah, I, I need one of those, like, lounge, those kind of, like, uh, armchair pillows, really. Uh, but, yeah, so I've, 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 I have a, a complicated sleeping arrangement, so I don't, you know, assault anybody. Well, Sam is basically the same way. All the boys are. Toss, turn, kick, punch, uh, you know, crocodile death roll, all that shit. And so I'm sitting here and I'm trying to get something resembling sleep and he's not having it. And of course he's up and trying to jump around and it finally turned into, uh, I have to get up and take him out to the living room. And it's now, uh, about four 30 going on five o'clock. 
And it's like, if we keep, like, she's not getting any sleep, I'm not getting any sleep, at least if we leave the room, we'll go out to the living room, put on cartoons or something, at least, and we'll go out there and, and we'll sleep on the couch. But, of course, when we get out there, he doesn't want to sleep on the couch. He he doesn't want to lay on the couch. He wants to jump up and down and toss and turn and all the same crap all over again and, and crocodile death roll. And, and I'm, 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 I'm so done. <laughs> I am so done. Uh, because, yeah, like I said, trying to record the show yesterday. And if you're listening to this on release day, this was, this is being done at like eight in the morning. Um, so put all of these, this, these numbers, these are within single digit hours <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, but we're sitting, I'm, I'm, I'm just like splayed out on the couch at this point. I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm just, I need something, something. I'm, I'm, I'm fading. Meanwhile, I've got a rowdy two-year-old jumping up and down all over me. Uh, trying to escape. I'm like, no, you're not getting up. I'm like, no, you need to sleep. It's five o'clock. No, you need to go. Lay, no, lay down. Lay down. Lay down. Uh, and at one point, he actually managed to escape and run back to the bedroom to mommy. And she was none too thrilled with that. And of course, you know, my alarm clock goes off at six o'clock. And that's not fun. And then the other boys start waking up and it's, I, I basically, I, I had zero sleep. I think maybe I had like 30 minutes of rest in the the morning. <laughs> and so it's, it's not been a fun morning. It really hasn't. <laughs> uh, I think so, once the other boys were up and I was like, all right, his morning, the morning can start now. The other boys are up. It's time for breakfast. Get the boys breakfast. Make him his breakfast. Sit him in his high chair. Good. You're parked. Now I can do a little bit of sleep while they're eating breakfast. So, well, my wife is getting ready for work and the boys are all eating breakfast. I basically knocked the fuck out on the couch. <laughs> and again, he's like, I don't know if I've described our kitchen before. But we've got one of those open floor plan kitchen living room areas. So basically, like, you walk in through the kitchen and then the living room is kind of the back side of it. So in order to create a divider, we have a sectional couch. And we have a sectional dinner table. Very convenient. We just kind of butt them up together and we have... And it basically kind of builds a wall. Which, of course, because boys... They're constantly jumping over the back of the couch and the, the seats to the table. But yeah, I, I'm basically just stretched out on the, on the sectional right there. Well, so they're basically within a couple of feet of me eating breakfast and I am out. I am fucking out. And then I hear my wife coming, <laughs> not yelling at me for falling asleep. Totally understands why I fell asleep. <laughs> Yelling at one of the older boys because somewhere in there, they let the baby up. I don't like. He's not a baby. He's two, but they let Sam up, and he's running around and being rowdy. And I'm like, fucking kid, you've been up since three. Go. To, what the hell? Why do you have so much energy? Go to sleep. <laughs> but whoever the hell let him out of his high chair? Because he's getting into shit. It's like, you see, your dad's asleep on the couch. Why, why did you let him out? You knew that, like, if you're not going to keep an eye on him, don't take him out. Because now he's getting into stuff and you know dad's asleep. And this is probably all within a span of like 30 minutes, seriously. Uh, and... You know, because little the other boys are up at like six thirty, and then she was getting she came out at seven to leave. Yeah, she has to fucking leave at seven. So, yeah. which uh, and like I said, she had to sleep. She's you know she's got a normal human day job where 
you know, she has to sleep at night. And she's not like me. She can't function on, like, no sleep for a week and then just do it all in a day. But, yeah, it's... I, I, I at least give her credit. She normally bitches at me like crazy for falling asleep on the couch or, you know, sleeping when the boys are running or like falling asleep if the boys are running around for obvious reasons. And I, and I understand that like, A, it's not safe. B, you know, like they get into shit. And if they know I'm asleep, they'll get into shit that they know they're going to get in trouble for. They'll, you know, they'll climb the, the pantry and start getting into the gummy bears and shit like that. And so it's, it's, it's very much a case of got to keep an eye on them at all times. And now that, uh, Sam has managed to break the child lock on the refrigerator, I'm now having to, uh, push, remember the, that giant crate of apples we've got? Well, it's sitting on one of the dining room chairs because we have nowhere else to really put it. And so I basically shoved this chair in front of the fridge just as a something heavy enough that he can't open the fridge. And that's the best I got until I can go get a new child lock. And it's, it's, I mean, yeah, I could go get one. I could stop on my way home at Walmart or something and grab one. But it's late and I'm tired and and I really don't want to wander around Walmart looking for a fucking child lock at three in the morning. Especially after a day like today. Uh, did I mention the older boys are home from school this week on, on October or fall break? What's the fucking deal with fall break? I never had a fall break as a kid. This, this new bit, I don't understand this new fall break. I, I, you know, we had Christmas break back when I was a kid. They still called it Christmas break. We had Christmas break and we had summer and we had for Thanksgiving, we got the day of Thanksgiving and we got the Friday after Thanksgiving, because it's pointless to come back for one day. And and occasionally there were like little holidays sprinkled through that we had, but for the most part, we didn't have all these damn extended breaks. I think they get the whole week for Thanksgiving. They get like the almost, the whole, I think they only go for like Monday for Thanksgiving, which is dumb. But they like, they, they pretty much get the whole week off for Thanksgiving. They, they get an entire week in October. Why? I realize it's the end of the first the first term and everything, but they don't need a whole week off. When I was in high school, we knew the end of the every term that that first Monday after it was either like the Friday that the term ended, basically right where report cards came out, or the Monday after was an off day. It was a teacher work day, and for all intents and purposes, we knew it was. This was the day that they're they're reviewing grades and oh how did this go and blah and saw teacher meetings for a day, but one day, not an entire week off. Uh, I don't know if this is better for the kids or for the the, the teachers, but uh, too much time off. Sorry, <laughs> it, having all four boys home, like when our schedule is you know based around just the two little boys, it fucks with my daily routine. <laughs> I, I, my wife gets mad. I say the same shit when she, ha- when she's homesick or she has a day off of work, they fuck with my daily routine. Our, our normal daily schedule gets completely thrown off by one of the older boys being sick, mom being sick or boys having the day off of school for whatever reason. It screws everything up. And it doesn't even help having the older boys home to help, you know, wrangle the little boys because the older boys just get into more shit. <laughs> they are the less well-behaved of the four of them. The two little boys are actually pretty chill. I stick Moana on. They're good for the extent of the movie. The older boys, uh, they, they get mischievous. So I've still got a few days left of, of their rowdiness. Uh, hopefully I, I survive. <laughs> uh, I'm not dead yet. I'm really feeling it. I'm on my fourth cup of coffee this morning. And I mean, I, and I, I've said before, I don't drink coffee for, obviously it's not waking me up. Uh, I don't drink it for the caffeine. I drink it cause I like coffee, but uh, 
I think I need another pot this morning. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to go do that. So I'm going to take a quick break and be right back with the news. Want to know the story behind Potter and Family? Potter and Family started with a hashtag for indie podcasters. The podcasters who do this for fun and because we're passionate. We're not the big podcast you hear about, most likely. We don't have 10 to 15 people helping us with production. But that doesn't mean the quality and content you're getting isn't as good as any of those shows. Is there an area of interest you like talking to people about? Listen to an indie podcast on that topic. The hosts are incredibly reachable. We're basically clamoring to hear from listeners. We're just as much your fans as you are ours. No matter what you're interested in, Potter and Family's got a show for you. Like movies and TV? Check out the Epic Film Guys, the Something Something cast, the Boxers, or the Countdown Movie and TV Review. Do you like comedy? Check out Everyone Has a Podcast, the One Word Go Show, Afterburn 739, Now That I'm Older, Rick and Paul Heal the World, or Off in the Weeds. How about random trivia and fun facts? Check out The Endless Knot, or The Story Behind. Like comic books and geek culture? Check out Geek Yogurt Podcast or Little Geek Lost. I could go on, and believe me when I say there are a whole lot more where that came from. But you can find all these and more by searching the hashtag Potter and Family on Twitter. It's time for this week's Odd Dad Out Update. Update. First off, I've, I've talked about it in the past. Are you following Podcast Share on Twitter? If you're not, you need to be. I've talked about it before. Podcast Share is the Twitter account curated by a different person every week to share their podcast listening habits and likes and dislikes and and reach out and communicate with you the listeners and and kind of give a different perspective on what from what you might necessarily be listening to uh, last week I was in charge of it and although I did get some some nice feedback from some people I feel like that my personal life hours aren't necessarily as conducive to it as I would have hoped like I said, I, I live overnight, and it most people, you know, live in the daytime. Uh, this week's curator, if you are listening to this uh, during the launch week, which most people do, is uh, Heather from the Sunshine and Power Cuts podcast, which I actually listened to all of. It's actually a relatively new show, and... I'm just going to say, I binge-listened to the entire thing last night, and it, it basically turned into a a, a back-and-forth between myself and her overnight last night over just how calming her show is. It, it, I felt like, you know, you're, you're going to calm me out of my, the rage I need to do my own show. I, I'm going to have to sue you. You're destroying my show by, by calming my, my rage. <sighs> but it's, it's a great show. I mean, she lives in New Zealand. She lives off grid and, and it's kind of focused on wellness and well-being and the life living off the grid. And just the entire thing it's a great uh, it's a great listen and her recommendations so far this week have been very interesting and really cool it's been really cool seeing a different perspective uh compared to what you know me and my you know arizona comedy mind are so check that out follow podcast share on twitter and check out podcastshare.net for more stuff including curator bios, or if you want to recommend a curator for future features. So again, podcast share on Twitter, podcastshare.net. Check it out. And finally, have you got your Odd Dead Out gear yet? I've got t-shirts, hoodies, 
coffee mugs because, of course, I've got coffee mugs. Uh, cell phone cases, tote bags, the whole works. All with your favorite podcast logo on it. Or get your normal is not my specialty hoodie. And everything right now running through the holidays because I just felt like being nice is 15% off. And until the holidays, you can also get everything with free shipping on all orders over $45. So check it out at odddadout.blogspot.com. Click the little Odd Dad Out gear tab up at the top and get yourself some swag. Hey there, we are the LWAF Podcast. I am Joe. And I'm Nick. Each week we select two films from the Netflix library and then we discuss them. You know, Joe, it's been over 20 years since we graduated from film school together and now we have a podcast show for it. And usually we disagree about movies, but even when we agree, we disagree about why we agree. I disagree. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and at the Castify.fm website. And you can find us and follow us on our own website, lwafpod.com. Girl busts along at One Direction show. A 16-year-old girl's lung collapsed while screaming at a One Direction concert. Y- yeah, ouch. Uh, and it didn't end there. Apparently, she not only collapsed a lung, she kept screaming through the entire show. I I don't know about you, but I imagine you've got to feel that, and it's got to hurt. Uh, they the they reported that she was kind of having trouble breathing and shortness of breath and all that, and I figure you, they probably were just chalking it up to the fact she'd been screaming so much apparently that she just felt oh I'm gonna of course I'm gonna be winded I've been screaming for two hours or whatever however the fuck long the concert was. Uh, but I'll give credit to her parents that as soon as the show was over, they took her to the hospital and there the doctors found that, oh, she's got a tear in her lung and air has escaped into like three different sections of her, of her body. Uh, the, the kicker of this is though, that they basically just sent her home. They gave her some pain meds and they sent her home because it'll heal itself. Like your lungs and your body is relatively resilient and your lungs are one of those kind of, you know, your internal organs in a lot of cases are pretty much self self repairing. And so they said, yeah, the tear in her lung will, will heal up with time. It you know should heal up pretty quickly. All of the air in the other areas of her body will just reabsorb naturally. It's not going to hurt. It might hurt. It's not going to hurt her any. And they even went to the point of saying, Hey, you should totally, you know, start making the rounds on the the talk show circuit. Uh, Get yourself on good morning America and maybe you'll get to meet the band. And I, I I can't fault them for that. That's a, that's a, that's a logical, that's a, a good thinking doctor. But at the same time, Ow. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm more impressed or perplexed by the fact that this girl was screaming at One Direction so hard that she collapsed a lung and kept going. That is some Beatlemania shit right there. And I, I mean, I'm sure it probably happened at that point, but I, they never talked about it. But holy shit, it's One Direction, people. I mean, I guess, you know, Hanson probably had the same thing and the Backstreet Boys and all them. I I've, I've I know all the boy bands. That doesn't mean I, I understand them. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's One Direction. They're not that great. Come on. All right. <laughs> Moving on with another weird adjacent woman. After driving 45 minutes and waiting in line for hours, 
one of the few people to actually get a packet of McDonald's Szechuan sauce, traded it for a car. Not because she didn't want it, <laughs> but because at the time, she had the mind of thinking, a lot of people want this shit. I wonder what I can get for it. Because there were people giving out, like, hundreds and thousands of dollars to get one stupid packet of sauce. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to reiterate what I said last week. It's just fucking dipping sauce. It is just McDonald's sauce. The, the rage and the, the, the hype, it's not necessary. Most of you people that are, that were going, like, raging about this have never tried this shit. What if you went and you tried it and it was terrible and you hated it and you just waited in line for five hours to get one packet of sauce that you didn't like? All because of a fucking joke in a cartoon and you have no control over yourself. But... She she was one of the, the crazies that waited and got the sauce. But the crazy asshole that gave her a fucking car for it. That's the dude that I'm like, are you fucking shitting me? It's just a packet of McDonald's sauce. It's it's not... It, it is literally worth more than its weight in gold at this point. <laughs> I think it's like a 2015 Volkswagen something or other that she got... The guy apparently had another car, whatever. But seriously, dude, he gave her a car for one packet of this bullshit fucking McDonald's Szechuan sauce. It's just nugget sauce, people. It is not worth the hype. Again, props to her for scoring a car out of this deal. And it was just for the fucking sauce. That was the deal. It was just for that one packet of sauce. But what the hell, dude? <laughs> Again, props to her. Great trade. That kicks the shit out of that little red paperclip bit. But again, damn, dude. You got to get your priorities straight if you could just give somebody a car for fucking McDonald's nugget sauce. Uh, all right. <laughs> and... Last one for the ladies. Plastic surgery tourists get trapped at customs because they don't look like their passports. <laughs> uh, three Chinese women were left stuck in a South Korean airport after traveling to have extreme plastic surgery. Uh, their faces were extremely swollen and bandaged and were completely unrecognizable compared to their passport photos. And I guess this is a thing. Apparently, South Korea has like some of the basically the best plastic surgeons in the world. And it's kind of a thing to make these like plastic surgery vacations to go to South Korea. And especially in, in the rest of Asia, where they will, you know, fly in, have a like these full, full makeovers, not like you went to South Korea and you got your boobs done or you went there and got a facelift. Like they're going in and they're getting the full package. They aren't recognizable as the same person when they come out. And I guess these three ladies did just that. They went, they flew to South Korea. They got full face makeovers done, but they didn't think about the side effects of of major plastic surgery on your face when they, they made their travel plans. Now, in South Korea, because this has become a thing, apparently they the doctors issue certificates saying, yes, we are certifying this is the person on this passport. This is the person on this ID. Uh, they had, you know, X, Y, Z procedure done. This area, this area, this area has been worked on. This area, these areas have been not been worked on. So that they can compare the untouched areas in the photo. And it's like, oh yeah, his ears are still shaped like that. And so this is the right guy. Whatever. Uh, but all of that 
isn't for squat if you are completely, you know, mummified face bandages and swollen like a tick. Which is basically what happened to these ladies. Uh, they really should have given it more time before trying to fly back home. Because you, you could barely recognize them as being human. <laughs> like, uh, they, they were just, their heads are completely bandaged from full facial reconstruction, you know, stuff. And so, yeah, they, you just couldn't identify them for being them. And they basically got held up in, 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 in customs in South Korea because they're like, you're not you. Sorry. Uh, I, I saw some of these before and after pictures, not of these, the ladies, but of some of the extreme plastic surgery that they do there. And they'll take somebody that looks just like, you know, pudgy faced looking uh, lady. And I, I, it's hard for me to describe the before picture without sounding mean, but uh, very pudgy faced, you know, chubby cheeks, you know, floppy chin, all that. And then basically turn them into an anime character. They look like the girls from that uh, that video game Dead or Alive. Where it's basically like bikini girls playing volleyball or some shit. And I don't get why that's the name of the game. But whatever. You know, with the this, like sharp triangular chin and the big bug eyes and the Michael Jackson nose and the high cheekbones. And their face isn't even hardly shaped the same anymore. And basically, other than like a retinal scan, you can't recognize this as being this the same person. Fuck, let alone the same nationality. Because I've you know you see like they get eyelids shaved and things like that to give them uh, less their particular uh, spice of Asian eyes. Because of, and you know it's, that's how you differentiate different uh, regions of Asia. Japanese look different from Chinese, look different from Koreans, look different from Vietnamese, and it is in the eyes. And I can say this because my stepmom is Filipino, and other Asians can identify other Asians. But they, they'll, you know, they'll have even to that extreme. They don't even look Chinese anymore. You'll walk in looking like a fat Chinese lady, and walk out looking like, you know, living, you know, anime character. And I don't know what these ladies had done because all I have is a picture of them all mummified and tick-faced. But it's... I guess for me, I, I don't get plastic surgery. And I don't, especially in, to this degree. I understand those people who are like, yeah, I got, a, I got some lipo done. I could, you know, take care of the love handles. Or I lost a lot of weight and I've got a lot of excess skin and I had that taken care of. Or women who get uh, breast augmentation or a nose job or, or whatever. It's like, okay, minor touch-up little things here and there, fine. But this extreme plastic surgery, I don't look like me when I walk out. I need a new, you know, I need to take a new passport photo after I come back from surgery. That's... Well, I mean, they don't call it extreme plastic surgery for nothing, I guess. But I think that's enough of, of picking on the ladies, even in, in the littlest, the slightest bit. Let's get on with the jackass of the week. Man tries to light cigarette with a gas pump. Yep. A North Dakota man was arrested at a gas station after he was seen trying to light his cigarette with the gas pump handle. Alright, let's be fair. He was arrested for possession of meth. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure the gas pump bit is what got everybody's attention in the first place. So, for me, this just begs the question, why or how? Either one. And not because, a, a oh, he was strung out on meth, that's why he did it. It's, gasoline requires fire. How did he, how was he trying to light the cigarette with the gas pump? He had to light the gasoline. So, my brain is just saying, in order for him to light the cigarette with the gas pump, he had to have fire of some sort. He had to have a lighter or matches or a fucking flint and a stone or something to spark the gasoline 
to be able to light the cigarette. So why didn't he just use that to light the cigarette? And that and it just becomes a, a twist and spiral of, of wait, but it still goes back to why didn't he just use the thing that he used to light the gasoline to light the cigarette? And and for me, I I get the imagery of of uh, Point Break in the scene where Brody lights the, you know, they're filling up and they're on the run and shit. And he lights the gas pump on fire and like, you know, gas pump flamethrowers and shit and all that craziness and looks badass. It's still, if you're trying to light a cigarette, it's going to burn your face off. And so the entire incident is very confusing to me. And of course, you know, the police, you know, they, they see this guy trying to do that. And they go to arrest him and he's, you know, being resistant because if you're crazy enough to try and light your cigarette with a gas pump, you're probably a little crazy in general. And then, of course, they found several bags with meth residue and it kind of explains the behavior. It still doesn't explain the lack of logic in why didn't you just use the thing to light the... the I don't know. Again... It's just the, my brain is too logical for these types I don't, I, because I think logically, I don't understand weirdness. I don't understand the craziness of shit like this, but I think it goes without saying that this dude is definitely a jackass. All right. Now I'm going to take one more quick little promo break and I'll be right back with John, Joe, and Deuce from the Brand X Podcast. Here's a few reasons why you should be listening to the Unwritable Rant Podcast with host Juliet Miranda. She can tell a great story. If you can't play dead, play drunk. And it works, I swear. <laughs> she interviews celebrities that have great stories. If, if we have a cousin that's kind of strange, we don't we don't put him away or tuck him away. We set him on an old dryer out in the front yard with alcohol and let him wave at people. <laughs> right, right. And then you tell your friends about it. And she's tolerant and loves kids. So these kids go running up after the ball and I stand up and I yell, kids die in the street all the time. So head on over to com and listen to the show. Hey, this is Adam Nutter. And this is Greg Trout. Come check out our podcast, Nerds with Words. Adam and I talk about pop culture, comedy, comic books, movies, conspiracies. We're both comedians and we might make you laugh. Every week we welcome a guest from the entire spectrum of pop culture and science and comedy. You can follow us on Twitter at Nerds with Words 1. Recommended listening. <laughs> All right, you guys, podcast time. We got the equipment and the perfect business plan. Give our show away for free and tell no one how to find it. Ready? Welcome to another episode of the Brand X Podcast, episode 69. Ooh. 69. Uh, 69. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, John, alongside of me, my co-host, Deuce. Come to bitches. And Joe is back. Tally ho. So it's episode 69, and right off the bat, I just want to, I think it's time to pour one out for Hugh Hefner. Died at 91 years old. And you know something? He's the only guy that I know that's probably in heaven right now going, fuck, this sucks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. How do you know he's in heaven? Well, either way. That you know. hedonistic lifestyle of his, I don't think he went there. Will you shut the fuck up so I can end the recording? <laughs> that's it. We're just getting into it. And that completely completely butchered clip from the brand x podcast uh featuring uh john buchanis who you may recognize as the producer from she podcasts and he's he's basically the go-to guy there's uh the daniel j lewis uses him uh for the audacity to podcast and i think he might use him for other shows too but 
he he's like as a behind the scenes guy he's the guy really he's the he's the only name i ever hear thrown about is you want an editor that's the guy well this is his show <laughs> which is completely different and i for me i came across brand x much more recently and i literally i started listening to it after hearing john you know in his little uh intersection into the conversation on she podcast and listening to the John there versus listening to John here is, it's night and day. It's two different guys. I mean, it's the same thing with me on my other show. Very different sort of, different sides of my my personality. But it's, but John and Deuce and Joe and basically the show amounts to an hour or so of them busting each other's balls. <laughs> They 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 kind of bring up some weird news shit. They'll talk about like the Hugh Hefner thing. And then honestly, the rest of that episode, I was struggling to keep up because for the whole Hugh Hefner bit, they actually did a whole bracket of all the celebrity uh, playmates, like all the different celebrities that have posed uh, nude in Playboy. And so they did that whole thing. And it was quite, I'm sitting here like arguing with my phone over, no, come on, really? <laughs> How could you put her over? And like, and, but I will say, and it, they're they're totally hilarious. And it's, it's, I laugh out loud every episode and I'm, I'm sure I have to kind of be careful. I can't listen to that when I'm in a building where there's going to be people around because I might, you know, disturb somebody. But uh, I will say this is definitely not a show for everybody because to say they're not politically correct, it's like saying Harvey Weinstein is kind of pervy. <laughs> it, it's way more than that. Uh, yeah, I mean, they really, I mean, it's, it just kind of comes down to they're, they're older guys who are expressing themselves the way older guys do when you get a bunch of older guys together. And forgive me, guys, I can't even say, they're all younger than my dad. So you're not that old, guys. But they are, how do you say, men of a different age. They are definitely not millennials. <laughs> and I think they they understand millennials. I'm I'm just closer to it. I, I don't fucking get millennials either, but I'm 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 right on that edge. So I kind of understand them. My wife is a millennial as much as she hates it. But yeah, they 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 talk a lot of shit about, you know, the millennials a lot of the cases. And the 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 I forget who who said it, the uh, pussification of uh of children and and uh, people in general because but you know, like i said they they'll they'll pull up some weird news shit and talk about that the they they spend so much time busting each other's balls that even in that episode they got into some weird tangents about some shit and you know because john is an editor and he does all the back you know behind the scenes and the post-production and all that shit and he kind of fucked with the guys a bit in in, in the edit, and they, they got a little Deuce got a little sensitive, uh, but it's but it's 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 all in good fun, and you know they're all like oh you know, they're all such good friends, and you know they've known each other for fuck how long they have so many stories about when they were younger in their twenties and shit. So, I mean, these guys have known each other for forever and it shows the, the you know, you, you can't, you can't rip on somebody the way they do without it, it. That sort of ribbing only comes from a place of love. You don't actually burn somebody like that unless you care about them. <laughs> it's, it's, and I've said it before. I've said it like the epic film guys and the, the guys and Paul and Wayne from the countdown you don't there's a certain way you mess with your closest friends you know that your your best friend can crack a joke about your mom and it's funny whereas if a stranger did it you're going to get you know they're going to get punched in the mouth and 
that's the kind of guys these are. These, and so I love their their, I love their chemistry. I love their camaraderie. I love because I'm, again, I'm a shitty millennial, and so for me, I I get their style of humor, and I I a lot of the things they say, I I side with them on, and I'm totally there with like the God people are fucking pussies nowadays, you know. I don't know. I've always kind of gotten along better with the old crotchety guy who's who's bitching about all the damn kids. I'm 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 32, and I'm I'm very much a get off my lawn, you fucking kids. Now I was bitching about damn kids when I was 19, so I don't. I'm I'm just old that way, I guess. But these guys, they're they're just funny. Like I said, they're not for everybody because. Again, very not politically correct. Um, very old crotchety guys bitching about kids, busting each other's balls in only a way old guys can. And if you are easily offended, run away. At the same time, if you are easily offended, you're not listening to my ass. So if you can put up with me, you can definitely put up with them. I don't think it's that big a leap. Now that I will say they're, you know, I'm on the mild side of things. I'll admit that. I don't touch politics. I don't touch. There's a lot of shit I don't talk about that they will. They'll talk politics. They'll talk religion. They'll talk, you know, whatever. Because, well, what? why the fuck not? I, I just, I don't like picking a fight. I just like making fun of shit. Uh, but I like giving people shit. I, I don't jump into issues. But, yeah. Check them out. If you have the mind and the, the the humor and temperament for that sort of thing, check out the Brand X podcast at uh, brandxpodcast.com. But that's going to do it for me this week. Thank you very much for listening to all of my BS thus far. Uh, Remember, as always, you can get all the links to all the wonky news stories that I had this week along with the full recommended listening uh, list at odddadout.blogspot.com. And while you're there, click one of the little subscribe buttons up there at the top, whether you're using Apple Podcasts, Google Play, because who does, uh, Stitcher, or any Android app, uh, subscribe. And if you are, are, are really awesome, leave me a review so I know what you think. Because I want to know what you think. And you, you can do it in iTunes, or you can do it on the Facebook page, or you can just drop me a line on Twitter. It's all at odddadout. Or if you're old school, just email me, odddadout at gmail.com. I promise I will get back to you rather quickly, because I get excited when I get those. Uh, <laughs> I'd offer you some sort of a tease for next week, but I really don't know what I'm doing yet. So... Until then, I'm Adam Higgins, the Odd Dead Out. Thank you, and good night. Good night.